morning and welcome back to the manual. It's been a while since I spoke to you guys and I always feel like I'm always welcoming you guys back to the show. And reason being is that because life has now started to kind of creep back towards a normal pattern. Um, things are getting a little busier for everyone, including myself. I'm taking a few classes, as I mentioned before. And with that being said, it's very hard to find the time to give you um, the show. Uh, content is always evolving. Content is always out there. So I want to you know, thank you for those who contact me constantly asking for new material, asking for when the, the next episode's coming out. I really appreciate that. Trust me, I really appreciate that. So I, I will try to be better and more uh, vigilant and more diligent about getting you guys uh, the content that we can all discuss and things that you are discussing in your circles that I can discuss on the airwaves and kind of give you that. First, let me, before I start the show, let me uh, shout out Anchor for uh, providing the platform. Also shout out Natty Ice Media, the other platform that I'm involved with that will uh, bring you very, very, very good content from a, an array of platforms. So I want to thank Natty Ice Media for hosting as well and Anchor for hosting as well. And please note that anything said on the show by myself or any guests are that of the guests, their opinions, not the opinions of Anchor or Matty Ice Media. So with that being said, I'm going to touch on something today, a little little kind of, um, a little kind of racy, I guess, but it's something that probably needs to be talked about if it hasn't been. And everyone I know has been chattering about these things for the last couple of years, but here we are finding ourselves with another story of, you know, how power um, and power in the hand of someone who is, you know, in the public trust in, in a way, or just kind of out there, you know, with some notoriety and getting themselves into some some very, very deep water when it comes to uh, inappropriate um, behavior, as we might say. One thing about what I'm about to talk about, um, and you guys, I guess you guys can hint and kind of know where I'm going with this, is the fact that I don't know if, if any of you listening to the show or uh, or, you know, that I know in, in person in real life, if you've ever been accused of something that you probably didn't do or did do, if you've been accused, and let's kind of, let's kind of hinge on the side of possibly didn't do. Um, I share a personal story about myself several years ago. Several years ago, uh, I was a manager for um, a prominent, um, a prominent company. Let's, let's, let's leave them out of it. And I was accused of bullying. Um, a female employee that was under my charge and bullying in the sense of that uh, it was suggested or the, the allegation was that I was giving them more work than I was giving others, talking to them in a way that was disrespectful that I did for others and things of that nature. Now, thank God I'm a person who keeps everything. I keep all emails. I have emails. You know, I sometimes blind copy myself outside of work just to make sure that in case of anything that I can cover, you know, cover anything that I've said or have done, things of that nature. Now, the backdrop of the story was that the person wanted to transfer because they were traveling too far from where they were coming from for work. Granted, I, you know, I'm a parent, probably, you know, it's problematic for them to get the children out, you know, for school and then for them to get to work, things of that nature. Some people may say, well, that's too bad. You know, you pick the job. This is where, you know, this is it's where it's located. You have to get there. I get that. I understand that. But again, you know, be, be, you know, be a human being. So in doing so, in, in asking for this request, 
I have to deny said request because, again, I needed this person here at uh, at the job, and I just couldn't afford just yet. So they were, you know, were granted to put in the transfer, but it was up to me ultimately to say when this transfer can go through. Long story short, uh, it comes up that I was being told that I was bullying this person, and they were launching an investigation. Okay. The thing about an allegation and the thing about... Um, those type of things is that it erodes your good name to an extent. It takes the shine off things that you've possibly done, things that you possibly will do. Uh, it it kind of puts you in a in a negative light when it comes up to certain circles that you run in. You know, whether it's at your job or you know people that know about the situation outside of your job. So it it kind of became messy until it was all said and solved out. Long story short, um, allegations were unfounded. I was cleared of any bullying, um, and the person actually got the transfer uh, a little while after, and then wrote me and told me that, well, I'm sorry, texted me and told me that they were sorry about all the commotion that that started. Um, Maybe it was a miscommunication. She felt, you know, that uh, this was being done to her, but, you know, she got everything worked out for everyone. Granted, sounds like a happy ending, but not really, because again, it, it leaves the person that was accused with a very, very tarnished, possibly, reputation when it comes to it. So, yeah, I know what it is to be accused of something that I didn't do, more or less, and had to fight for, you know, or let the, let the system fight for making it right. Now, in the court of public opinion, this is something to be said because everyone should have their day in court, due process, Right. So we find ourselves looking at a couple of cases of of late where we look at things like from a lens where, you know, it's like a here we go again. You know, the latest um, situations that have that have that have risen uh, is the governor of New York, um, Andrew Cuomo, and also um, pro quarterback for the Houston Texans, Deshaun Jackson. I'm sorry, Deshaun Watson. Excuse me. And the thing about the thing about both of these, of these cases, um, they're a little bit different from each other because one, one in Cuomo's um, case, it's alleging several women saying that it was inappropriate touching, inappropriate language, inappropriate engagement, um, which the governor felt or feels that you know it wasn't inappropriate. It was just him being friendly. In the other case of Deshaun Watson, it's more of of a more egregious. With it was one woman, then it was two, then it was three, and now we're up to nine possible cases of this uh, sexual misconduct. Now, in Deshaun's case and the governor's case, it's there's not a criminal um, uh, situation just yet. There may be, but we have not seen a criminal situation yet. Which is, I hate to use the word good because then it shows that you know maybe. There's more to it than we're, that we're getting at the surface, okay? So, again, I am not here to uh, defend um, any of the people accused, or nor am I to, you know, I guess, ask the story of the, of the victims, because, again, I was not there. I did not know all the ins and outs and nuances of, of, of each of these allegations. I just know what the media feeds us and, and that type of thing. So... When we look at this, um, there's a problem here with a lot of what goes on in society, right? Uh, you get men in power, whether they're black, white, whoever, whether they're rich, poor, whoever, um, that are 
put in these situations that um, that come out to be very very serious because uh, in Deshaun's case, it could this could very well lead to a pattern of behavior that was missed or probably just covered up, you know, because of the the culture of winning, the culture of 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 the magnanimity of sports and 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 the like. So it's very hard to say, you know, if this was spotted at Clemson, if this is something that the Texans knew about and just never, you know, brought up. I had a, a, a good friend, Maddie Ice, you know, we, we discussed on, on one of the platforms that the timing of, of, some of, of some things happen, you know, at the wrong time, no pun intended. The timing of when a story is given out, you know, Deshaun's seeking a trade. He's been seeking a trade for quite some time now. Um, based on, you know, he, he just don't want to be, you know, with the Texans anymore. And you have a right to not want to work for an employer at some point, depending on what your situation with them is. I mean, that's everyone's right, you know, your free will to go, you know, albeit a contract. But he felt, you know, he wanted to trade, he wanted out. And then all of a sudden, all, these, all of these things just kind of come crumbling down around you when the timing of your, your departure uh, is eminent. So, you know, again, it's it's not for me to say that he's guilty of anything. Um, I don't know the story. We're just kind of waiting to see what the what the outcomes will be of, of these things. Right now, they're all civil, which means that they, this carries a monetary price tag that might be steep if there's nine people to pay. You know, no one's alleging just yet, as we know, of any um, serious, serious implications and allegations of, of, of sexual you know, behavior uh, or predatory behavior, um, if you will. Now, we've looked at, you know, other people in the past, you know, Darren Sharper. I don't know if, if you guys know who Darren Sharper is, but he played for uh, a couple of teams in the NFL. And Darren Sharper was accused of rape uh, of several women in over several states. Um, and the reason that that case was, was kind of um, magnetic was the fact that it was the same M.O., where he would drug these women um, and uh, commit these acts of sodomy. It was kind of crazy because you would see this guy, you know, very good looking guy, um, obviously, you know, had money, had some notoriety and fame. And it's like, why would you go to these lengths to, you know, uh, fulfill these desires? It's, it just blows my mind. And I probably will never understand unless he has psychological problems, but he's serving um, a, a long jail sentence right now. And then also think about Kellen Winslow Jr. And his case is very bizarre because he was targeting homeless women and older women. And, you know, it was just very, when I say older, I'm talking like 70s. It was very bizarre for this young man to uh, have this pattern of behavior. And again, I don't know if it was something that was missed at some point, but, you know, this, these things happen. And unfortunately, uh, when they're caught, you know, the victim, the victims have to kind of relay and relive the stories and be judged in, in the court of public opinion of why and when and, you know, why did you make this happen, you know. But again, we have a lot of people of note, you know, outside of those. We have, you know, Bill Cosby. We all know about that situation. We all know about the Harvey Weinstein situation. Um, but then there's Donald Trump that had and still have se- uh, several uh, situations going on um, where, you know, uh, it's still kind of playing out at some point and it, it will come to a resolution at some point. And I hope the victims, um, if, if these things were true, uh, you know, that they, that they received their day in court. One of the things that is kind of, um, 
that's kind of intriguing to me is that the the victims in these scenarios, albeit, the victims are not only the the people that were that were, I guess, um, felt assaulted or felt you know slighted or whatever you want to call it, but also the person that's committing or uh, or alleged committing these these acts and these these improprieties. Because everyone becomes a victim in this. Again, as I mentioned at the opening of the show, that you know, if you're accused of something and you are 100% in your mind thinking that I haven't done, done nothing wrong, it's very hard to to fight that when the mounting things against you just doesn't look good. You know, who am I to say what what? proper decision making is because again I have to govern and manage cleave I don't manage anyone else I manage myself I manage how I look at the situation how, what would I normally do it and again it's hindsight to say you know from Ivory Tower that I wouldn't have done that or he shouldn't have done that it's very hard to say that but when you look at some of the things that you know if, if you're laying out text to someone if you are if you are inviting them to things and it just looks inappropriate, it probably is. You know, if you're flying out um, a massage therapist to a hotel, not your residence, or a place where, you know, I guess you can go and have services done, you may be asking for trouble in some instances because, again, you know, I have a massage therapist um, and not just one person. I, I go to a place and... I usually try to get the same people or the same person if I can. This is all, you know, pre-pandemic, obviously. But if I can get someone um, that I can start to build a, a rapport with, with, which I know, you know, that there's no miscommunication if I'm asking for something that may, be, that may seem out of line, you know. Um, it's very hard for when powerful people or if you're a fan of someone because, you know, everyone gets starstruck or awestruck or whatever you want to call it, you know. And things kind of go left and, you know, these situations turn into something that it's not. And you kind of look at, you know, okay, what did I say there? What did I do there that implicated that? Remember when um, we were kids, right? We were kids and you hung out with someone. You know, you're hanging out with a, a female or a male and you're hanging out. And then all of a sudden you may develop feelings or you may take a liking to this person and, and you say something or do something and it doesn't go the way you thought it would go. Okay, I'm going to kiss such and such. And it doesn't go the way, you know, the person rejects you rejects you or say, hey, what what are you doing? And you're like, oh, I thought that there was a vibe here. I thought that, that, that we were connecting on some level and I thought that we were good. No, sometimes you're not. And it goes both ways. You, you know, we've all, you know, been... In situations where someone has approached you, possibly, and made a comment or a compliment. Because, again, these things now are very blurred lines. Compliments and comments are very different from each other, as we know. You know, to say something, hey, you look nice in that dress, um, probably, you know, can be a regular comment. But, hey, you know, your body looks amazing in that dress. See how that comment for that compliment, it could have could have you know gone into the woods there. So you have to kind of be careful now. This is this is the society that we live in, and unfortunately, 
you know, we have to kind of watch what we say. Now, I'm a civilian, you know, I'm a regular person, I have a regular job, and, you know, I have to abide by these things because HR and all these other things, but imagine someone of notoriety, of a public figure who has to do this. One of the ones that comes to mind for me when it comes to a major case like this um, was the, I think it was the Oklahoma police officer, if I'm not mistaken of what state and city that they were from, forgive me, but the name was Daniel Holtzclaw. Now, Daniel Holtzclaw was a policeman. Uh, he's serving like 250 years. And he served, he's serving this type of time because he um, pretty much preyed on women uh, that were in positions where they were forced to do things to appease him, depending on what mood he was in that day. You know, whether they were working the street or they were, you know, drug addicts or whatever, whatever it was, he, he took advantage of the situation to the max. And when he was found out, he was given a lot of time for these things because the victims had to kind of show and recount and recall some of the some of the sick things that he inflicted upon them. And, you know, it was very, very crazy. If you've never heard of this case, you got to, like, look this guy up. Daniel Holtzclaw. There's a, a famous YouTube clip of him crying in court as his sentence is being read to him. But, again, we look at it like, you know, the victims were really really put in a lot of uncomfortable and uncompromising positions uh, to pretty much feed the desire of this person. You know, this person had a, a deviant a deviant behavior, sexual habits, and things of that nature. So, you know, we always think of, of things that we say being powerful. You know, someone once wise said that, that the tongue has no bones, but it can break bones. It's a true comment. It's a true comment. If you are someone that speaks ill and nasty towards people, you know, you develop a kind of personality and a kind of a, a kind of uh, a kind of image that people don't want to be around. You know, sometimes it, it, it can become toxic for a lot of people to be around you because you're just not a nice person. You know, it's very hard to be accused of something nowadays, or actually ever, and feel like you know what, someone's going someone's gonna to see that I'm a good person and do that. Now, everyone is without fault. Everyone can make mistakes. Everyone can, can, can do things. The, the problem with these type of situations is when it's multiple people that come out that have no real motive other than, in Deshaun's case at the moment, it's all civil where there's a, you know, there's a, a monetary thing that's supposed to happen unless it turns into a criminal investigation. And with his case that he's seeking a trade and he's trying to further his career, he's only been in the league a short time, um, this may end his career if something is more deviant found out. You know, he may not play football again, or at least for the upcoming future. He may not even play in the next season if this is not all found out. Because if there's trials and all of that kind of stuff, it's going to be very hard for him to play football um, state to state, knowing that he has to appear in court for certain things. Um, you know, maybe he's afforded the ability not to have to appear and have lawyers appear for him. That's, you know, to be said. But again, it's something that, you know, this this is going to slow him up for a while. This is going to be very, very difficult for him to navigate, at least from what I see with these allegations. Okay. So not to pick on Deshaun. So uh, the show is not about picking on Deshaun Watson. It's, it, it's really about talking about 
about how our comments and compliments turn in, turn on each other. They turn on each other, major way. You know how you say something can be conceived or perceived differently by the person that you're talking to. And this is what it, this is with everything. We all have our thresholds. We all have our 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 meters. Our where this is something that I, I can't do or, or can't take. And that's respectable and commendable that everyone has their boundaries. Everyone has their has their limits to say, well, okay, enough. I get I get that. I understand that. And I fully support anyone who feels vehemently about how they see something. It's commendable. All right. So it's with the NFL um, and obviously public office. Uh, it's very it's a very hard line to toe that when you're someone who basically um, is in a limelight, you know, and you're doing things out of character from what a regular person would do. You know, your fame and money doesn't doesn't make you immune to being called out on things. You, it doesn't work like that, or it shouldn't. But we see, you know, from time to time, where um, the victims are put in a position where they don't want to come forward because they feel like the system is not going to be fair to them, and that's understandable because we see where there's been a lot of breakdowns in. Um, in the justice system where victims do not get that, uh, you know, get that, that day of reckoning, that resolution that they seek or to put it behind them. I don't know if you guys remember that case in California, I believe it was in California of the, the guy that was a, he was a prep swimmer or something like that. Um, he was accused of raping someone that was unconscious in an alleyway. Um, and the judge said that they didn't feel that this person deserved jail time because uh, this many, how many minutes of pleasure um, didn't amount to me ruining this person's life. Now, you know, this judge obviously is an idiot. Um, and rape is rape. I mean, this is forcible rape, sodomy. So I just don't understand how, you know, the justice system can see certain things and just kind of go about its business so yeah it's it's hard for a victim to say well this happened to me or this was said to me this was done to me and you know there should be some merit to what they say and again you know uh in governor cuomo's um, what he's been saying and I, I i personally think he should just let the investigation run his course obviously um and stop talking about it stop talking about you know it's one thing to say that you're not going to resign, but the other thing to say is that you felt that what you've done or what you've said was not inappropriate. You don't know that because you don't know how the person felt in saying that. Now, again, we weren't there. Maybe there's the person said, hey, stop saying that to me or that's not cool or I don't like that. And then he continues to do it. Then, yeah, then there's a major problem with that. But if it's said to you one time, hey, please don't do that. Don't say that. It makes me uncomfortable. You're like, okay, all right, um, and then you stop, and you should stop, but it's to behold. So the next time that you want to compliment or give someone, um, you know, some kind of treatment, got to be careful, got to be super careful. As a trainer, this is, like, for us, it's, oh, man, it's so, it's so easy to cross the line because you're working 
close with someone, you're working in an environment where they're, where they may be not fully dressed, you know, and meaning like they're not, like they're wearing workout clothes, but it may be form fitting or whatever it is. And it's very hard for, you know, as you're, as they're working on a body part that they're trying to develop where you're talking to them professionally, but it could be skewed as inappropriate because you're saying, hey, you know, your groups look amazing. It's just like saying, yeah, your ass looks great. <laughs> and it's like, you have to, you, you have to kind of navigate those choppy waters any way you can. This is one of those things, you know, you, you got to think about um, people who work in anything um, that's uh, beauty or cosmetic or anything like that. Because again, um, the industries for health, wellness, beauty, cosmetics, they're billion dollar industries because we are vain at, at our core. Human beings are vain at their core. I don't care who you are, what you are. You're vain at your core, like where we spend a lot of money to look great. Think about when you get up in the morning for work and you put on, you know, your face or you put on, you know, you comb your hair, obviously, you know, take a shower, that type of thing. But you're, you're giving yourself a presentable look for others to look at, right? Now, sometimes it may, it may attract a one attention, um, and it kind of goes where it's not supposed to go. I am a person, I'm a man that, um, every man has a a level of jealousy, I guess, a level of jealousy in them when other men are around or whatever it is, because we all all, want to be alpha males, beat our chest, that kind of thing. But I've always been the kind of person that I've, I've enjoyed the company of beautiful women coming up and, you know, being in relationships with beautiful women. And if I'm going to an event, a gala, a party, whatever, and my woman wants to wear a certain outfit or want to look good, I have no problems with whatever they want to wear. If it's form, if it's form revealing, if it's, if it's, you know, as long as it's not trashy, I guess, whatever trashy would be for you. As long as it's not that, I'm cool with that because I want everyone in the room to know, every man in the room to know, I came with her. <laughs> she didn't come with me. I came with her. That's 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 who I'm with. So I, I you know, I don't mind if other women, um, other men look and all of that. Where some men would say, "Oh, I don't want people looking at you," or whatever. I'm like, man, like you, you got to get over that because she's with you for a reason, or he's with you for a reason. You know, desires is one thing. You know, obsession is another. Two different things. I, I, I tell people I'm yin and yang. I'm, I'm I, I, I see things two different ways for everything in my life. I, I could see it going one way or another, depending on the circumstance and situation. That's the only thing that separates what happens, and then your decision solidifies those things. What you do in the situation solidifies the outcome. Your indecision will cause a reaction. Your decision will cause a reaction. That's how that's done. So, in closing, it's very hard for for um, us as a society to ignore the, the cries of, of people who are wrong. You know, it's wrong for us to do that. But it's also wrong for us to jump to uh, what an allegation, you know, suggests. It's an allegation until it's proven. You know, everyone should have their day in court, no pun intended. 
everyone should have their day where the facts are laid out and determinations are made. It's, it's hard to just, uh, with this cancel culture, is to con- condemn everyone. You know, the first thing out of um, everyone's is, oh, to resign or to give up or walk away. If you feel strongly about that because you've been accused of something and you want to fight for it, fight for it. You know, it's not for us to say, unless it's something that's so egregious, so outlandish and so apparent then you say, yeah, you know what? This is so bad that you need to go today. You know, there are situations where, where that happens where you just look at the, the mounting evidence and says, okay, this is a bit too much and the brand is now damaged or whatever it is. Your last name is now tarnished. You're done and that's it. But sometimes when you're accused of something, you have to, you have to give the person a time to mount a defense if there's one to be made. Thank you for listening to the manual. I hope you guys have a great weekend. Um, today's March 19th. Today's the day that my my father passed away about 16 years ago. It's always a sad day for me, but I try to, you know, as the years pass, I try to cope with it a little bit better. So um, thank you for, for listening, and I'll talk to you guys soon.